it's fun playing with him. I think the first thing he said to me after I uh, had 50 points was like, he says, I'm going to have that record in two years. And so um, I think he's, I don't know, he's, he's a good, good little basketball player. And I think he just needs to be faster. His feet are kind of stuck in concrete, but he can sure shoot the ball. He came in and knocked down a few uh, huge threes this past weekend, just coming off the bench. And I don't know, just overall, I think he needs to just step it all up. Sports Podcast. I'm your host, David Graff. Joined alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Reverend Munoz. Got a fun episode on tap for you today. It's a busy, busy week for Reverend and myself, so we're going to get right to it here. Talk a little 4A East Regional, since that's where all the teams from Cheyenne are from. And then, one of our favorite guys to watch compete and to uh, talk to, Pine Bluff's Stu Lairwick. Is on the podcast with us. Talk a whole bunch about the Hornets, 2A State, you know, whether or not he can dunk in a game. We, we, we get into and ones. We go all over the world with Stu. So good time talking to him. But first, Robert, how's it going, man? It's going good. It's going good. As always, Mr. David Graff. Yep. Fun time with Stu. Um, Ready for the Hornets to, you know, chase a chase a two A state title here this weekend. Good luck to those guys. Yeah, I certainly can't wait to see them open up Thursday. We're recording this Wednesday morning. Thursday they open up against the Shoshone Wranglers, who they definitely like going up against those kids from Shoshone. So that should be interesting. And then, yeah, I was joking with Stu that I hope he has plans on Saturday evening and i hope they involve you know being being at the ford wyoming center in casper playing for a state title game so certainly looking forward to that certainly looking forward to seeing all the teams here in casper this weekend but let's talk let's talk a little bit about the the 4a east regional down there in cheyenne at story gym the east region at 4a is just it's pretty incredible the depth of all the teams. So, I mean, what are you looking forward to seeing in this East regional down there? Well, East and South are, you know, going to be playing here to kick off the tournament. And I think that's just going to be a big, obviously it's going to be a big game. Uh, I think that's what I'm most looking forward to as of right now. And, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe someone could knock off Thunder Basin early um or not early but b- b- before the state tournament you know uh that'd be interesting to see i don't know if it would happen but yeah definitely east and south boys matchup is what i'm most intrigued by going into this weekend for sure yeah it's definitely that's a great matchup right there it's pretty it's pretty incredible the first round that teams are going to have to survive in order to try and make it to the state 
state tournament, just make it into the state tournament field from that east east side of the bracket. Who do you think has the best chance to maybe surprise everybody and slide into that top four? I guess it would be South because they're kind of the underdog going into the weekend. Um, you know, so I don't know if it would be a surprise if they kind of slid into that top four, but I think they're, uh, I think that's maybe the underdog people aren't expecting to get in there. Um, you know, they've, they've dropped the last two games to East. So East is probably a little bit, a little bit of a favorite going into this game, but I don't think it, I don't necessarily think it would be a surprise, but, you know, that's definitely the team people may not be expecting to make it that I think could couldn't make it in that top four and make sure their first state tournament since I think 2015, 2015, 2016 season, I think it was. Yeah, for what it's worth for our listeners out there that may not be familiar with how deep this 4A East region is, all eight teams are pretty good. You know, seven out of the eight probably should make up the state tournament field, but we are in a scenario where only four get to go. Only four get to make the trip to Casper the following weekend. So it should be interesting and, I guess, surprise. It wouldn't be a surprise if any of the teams ended up in the state tournament because they are all quite good. They're all that good. They all honestly deserve that opportunity. So let's let's just go right to somebody whose team has clinched a state tournament berth Maybe not in the fashion that they were expecting after losing early in the 2A East Regional last week. They head into the state tournament as a three seed, Pine Bluffs Hornets. So let's just get right to the man on that team. He recently had a 50-point scoring outburst. He's a pretty good athlete. I can say that confidently after seeing him play basketball in person earlier this year. I actually saw... Pine Bluffs and Shoshone play in Glen Rock here. And Pine Bluffs, uh, they didn't waste any time. They didn't waste any time getting all over the Wranglers. So definitely intrigued to see what happens on Thursday. But let's let's head to Stu, Stu Lairwick right now. Enjoy this interview with Pine Bluffs, Stu Lairwick. Our next guest on the podcast here, he woke me up from a nap just to get this interview in. No, actually, I uh, overslept and kept him waiting. So he's been raring to go here on the podcast. You're familiar with him. He's one of Pine Bluff's finest. It's Stu Lairwick. How's it going, Stu? How you been? What's, uh, what's been going on with you? Not much. Um, I've been doing good, just living the life of a two-way basketball player, I guess. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Last time... We had you on. It's football. Now it's basketball season. You're really in the swing of things here. You're recently you've put up a 50 point game. You the one time I got to see this season, you almost dunked it. You almost, no, it, we're calling it a dunk. We're calling it a dunk. I'm just it's too, it's like. But so let's start there. Did you dunk at all this season? Full fledged, brought the house down. 
I never, I never got to. No, um, I, I tried a couple times, but just never, never brought the house down. No, I can't say I did. All right. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time, Duncan. It's okay because last week at a game, Kelly Walsh kid, who will remain nameless, so he doesn't get shamed. He he went up for a dunk and it wasn't even close, like not even close. And then he got fouled and he came over and he's like, Dude, "I wasn't even close. I was I was like, Dang. like, so don't feel too bad, you know." Yeah, that's what I uh, I don't know if you were out this weekend, but. When we played on Saturday morning, my legs were super tired, and I completely whipped the dunk. It was terrible. <laughs> well, you've got a few more games coming up to try and get that dunk in and do something that I know your team set out to do at the beginning of the year and win a state title. So, I mean, what are you most looking forward to about coming up to Casper and participating in this year's two-way state tournament? I'm just looking forward to the the challenge of it. I mean, uh, to be able to win three games in three days, which is hard to do, and you got to be locked in every single day from start to finish. And just you also got to have a fun time while you're doing it too. So there's just like a happy medium in there. So I'm sure you you've been to Casper before. I'm sure you, you guys were in Glenrock when I got to see what what's what's fun to do in Casper then. Oh, I don't even know. I know when I was younger and used to come to the state tournaments all the time, there was a jump house across the street from the come on in. Um, fun doing Casper. Uh, I It's hard to tell. I haven't been to Casper that many times to do a lot of fun things, but I don't know. What about you, David? What's fun to do in Casper? I mean – you're the man of the town. Robert, Robert knows me. I, I usually just post up on my couch. And I'm watching football, basketball, with whatever is in season. So that that's really my idea of fun. But the trampoline parks does sound pretty fun. I have heard that mentioned a few times. So I might have to break out of my comfort zone and go over there. You look like you're capable of some some flips. Like, are you that guy who's just like, I'm not that guy. I have never actually attempted a flip on a trampoline, and I'm pretty sure I would fail if I did. I'm very scared to do that. You strike me as a pretty good athlete, though. I feel like um, I, I think you'd be more successful than you think. I I might, but I don't know, dude. It's It freaks me out to do a flip like – being upside down even, like, kind of gives me a little queasy stomach. Well, I want to talk some hoops. I want to talk some hoops. Um, obviously, you guys dropped that game last weekend. What went wrong in that game? Uh, was it – I mean, how did that performance kind of compare to how you guys have played – and your other losses so far this season. I know you dropped that one game to Sterling down in Colorado. You guys didn't play bad in that game. Um, what went wrong in that game? Did you guys play bad or just what happened? Uh, well, I feel like our defensive effort and being locked in on both or kind of lacked in some – in most phases of the game, actually. Um, the first quarter, we played pretty good defense, but – 
after that, it kind of started to go downhill. Um, the second half, only putting up 15 points. I mean, we got to just trust our offense, not uh, not try and be the guy all the time. I got to look to find kickout lanes to more of my teammates because I know they can do the job. Well, the last teammate we had of yours on the podcast, Ryan Fordstrom, he, he spoke pretty highly of you. He said you were a solid basketball player, that you could certainly work on your game. But what what is it about Ryan that makes him so important to the Hornets? Ryan is he, – he doesn't always put up the stats and points, but he is always – he's like the heart and soul of the team, I think. He uh, – works his tail off on defense and you just know when he's on the court, he's just going to be an emotional leader and a, like a physical leader. Like he's, if you need a bucket, he's going to either find someone for a bucket or he's going to put one in the hoop himself. That's high praise. That's high praise coming from uh, Mr. Larrick here. You guys start the state tournament against uh, a school that I know you guys enjoy matching up against at least on the football field. I told you I wasn't going to ask you any football questions, but I still managed to sneak it in here. What, you know, you guys are playing Shoshone in the first round, if that wasn't abundantly clear. What what are you most looking forward to about going up against Alex Mills and the rest of those guys? I'm looking forward just to just to play him again. Shoshone's always a fun team to play. They're, they're got quite a few athletes and – it's always fun to play athletic teams. Um, I don't know. I'm just looking looking forward to start the state tournament the, with a team that we've played before, and that kind of helps game plan a little bit, but it just always helps to play before. Who's the biggest threat? You know, you guys are obviously a big threat to win. Um, top ring a team all, all year, but who do you think is the biggest threat going in? Besides you guys, um, well, TR's a very good team. They proved that this weekend. Um, Rocky Mountain, they're a, they're a pretty good team. They had a couple tough, or only I guess they only lost once in regionals, but they had a tough loss to Shoshone in the semis over there. Um, Bighorn lost them, so they're obviously a tough team, but. I mean, every team that made state is – they have their strengths, and Tongue River and Bighorn are really strong teams, and they can they can flat play if you let them play. You guys haven't played Tongue River yet this year. Um, have you been able to watch them play? Were you able to watch them play a couple times? Yeah, we watched them play when they were in Pine. Uh, yeah. They have – they have a lot of athletes on their team. They like to get out and run, and they play about 10 deep, and I'm pretty sure they could start any five of those 10 that you wanted to start. They're a really solid team. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. They have eight, they have eight guys who, can, who score between five and 10 points per game. You know, what, what kind of challenges is that, does, does that pose for you guys when you're trying to prepare and guard for that? Uh, that's challenging because, like, Normally you can like put your best defender on their best player or their top score or put your post on one of their posts, but they play everywhere and everybody scores the ball on that team. They cut hard. 
Um, they finished really well. So you just got to, I don't know, you just got to play a more straight-up game. It's hard to game plan for. Yeah, absolutely. Are they surprised? Did, um, did they kind of come out of nowhere? Were they supposed to be this good this year? They, they've been playing well. Um, they, I think they went undefeated in conference play up there. They dropped a close one to Rocky, I mean, midway through the season, but they haven't lost in a while, so they're a tough, they're a tough hot team right now. We, we talked about Ryan a little bit. Um, what I know, obviously, you guys lost Ty coming into this season. Um, what's how has Reed kind of come on and just you know played a key role in different positions for you guys? Um, what's he been doing so well for you guys so far this season? Um, I think his whole career kind of we pushed him to be aggressive because we know that he's he's a really good athlete and he's played a lot of basketball. So I think this year, finally, he's starting to become a lot more aggressive and he's starting to put up some good, good points and getting a lot of rebounds. And it's fun to watch him just taking over some games. Like we always knew he could take over some games, but we just had to help him to learn that he could be aggressive and put our faith into him because once we, once he learned that we all, trusted him he started getting after it all right we kind of I kind of touched on it way earlier in the interview back when I was half asleep from the nap still uh you scored 50 points recently and we touched on it Robert and I did when we had Ryan on you love to say and one after almost every bucket you make so when I saw the email from coach Kimsey that you had 50 he he usually just attaches the stats, but he went ahead, typed out Stuart Lairwick had 50 points. My initial reaction was, but how many times did he say and one? So I know you know how many and ones you had in the game. How, how many and ones did you have in the 50-point game? Uh, I, I actually don't know. I think two or three maybe, but – it was, it was kind of funny. They all would give me a hard time for saying and one. And Coach K, actually, he likes to ref our games at practice, and he is one of the most terrible refs I have ever had. And so he likes to throw out technicals whenever he wants to. <laughs> so he started teaming me up when I started saying and one. So I kind of – I tried to lean off my and one skills and try and just, um, I don't know, but it's kind of funny. He's a terrible ref. So you're saying you're saying the A and one calls they're, they're down from you. Is that they what are, you're saying? They are down. I have been working on not turning around and yelling and one. Does any of that stem from the fact that you made an and one over a kid there at the at the Glenrock quad and and you did get a technical after after uh, screaming out and one? Uh, that does a little bit. I think I went around school for the next week and everybody called me and one or, uh, they call me T and it was super funny. Um, I thought it was hilarious, but I also tried to take a little something from it and learn just to play basketball a little bit more. You always got to play emotional, but play basketball just a wee bit more. I love that. I love that. 
your your classmates calling you T after uh, after that incident is that's good creative creativity. I, I love them for uh, sticking to the bit like that. That's good stuff. Um, you know, you guys you guys have accomplished a lot this season. I know that this past weekend didn't go the way that you were hoping it would go, but you still you're still here in in the state tournament. You know what? Have you guys talked about in terms of the goals surrounding this weekend? Um, I think goals surrounding this weekend is, uh, like I mentioned before, kind of in the second half of the Bighorn game, we kind of got out of, I mean, we were still running on our offense, but we were, there wasn't near as many assists. I think we had maybe five assists in that whole entire game. And generally we're a team that has anywhere from 15 to 20 assists a game. And so we just want to get back to playing more team basketball kind of struggled there in the Bighorn game and other parts that weekend, but just getting back to it and not trying to be a team to uh, not make the extra pass. Yeah. Um, where, where have you seen you guys improve the most throughout the season? You know, it's, it's the season's almost over. Where do you think you, you guys have seen the most growth? Uh, I think we've seen the most growth in just kind of the little things. Um, we've rebounded fairly well this entire season. Um, but just little growths like being able to shoot better. Um, finishing, actually, I think was a major growth. I Over the summer, I wanted to get a lot better at finishing, and I can see increase in finishing from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, both hands yeah. kind of off balance and everything. Yeah, you can you can tell you, you you can certainly finish through contact. I know I watched a couple of your games last year, um, and that you certainly improved in that aspect. What have you taken away the most through the just the regular season here from your team and whatnot? Uh, I've taken away that. Um, I guess I kind of realized today at practice. Ryan mentioned it a little bit, but just like to enjoy every moment of it because. It felt like just yesterday was my first day of freshman practice. And he said today at practice, he's like, I was kind of, I mean, I wasn't not happy, but I was just kind of there and not being super happy. He's like, dude, we've only got two days of practice. Put a smile on your face. Like, I don't know. I just kind of put in reality that to enjoy every moment of it. Speaking of enjoying things, you're a, you're a Pine Bluffs Hornet, former Pine Bluffs Hornet, Hunter Thompson is uh, certainly having an impact on a really good Cowboy basketball team there over in Laramie. What's it? Ha, have you been watching the Cowboys at all, or what? What's it been like, you know, to see a guy from your high school put on for the state like that? I watch Cowboys any chance I get if I'm not at practice. They're a really fun team to watch. Um, Hunter, uh, he's been doing a really good job in the role he's been given, and. I don't know. It's fun to watch kids come from a small school and go make an impact somewhere else because not only on the basketball court, but like off the court, I know he's a good person in Laramie. He's making an impact there. That sounds familiar. That sounds a little bit like Stu Lerwick, somebody that, that uh, everybody just says brings a smile to their face there. So I want to ask one more question before we wrap things up here. 
when I saw you guys play, the first game, I noticed that there was a kid on the team that looked a lot like you, very similar. And then I asked your dad, and he said, yeah, that is Stuart's little brother. So what what's it like playing hoops with your little brother, and how do you think uh, your little bro needs to improve in order to get to the point that you older guys are at right now? Um, it's fun playing with him. I think the first thing he said to me after I uh, had 50 points was like, he says, I'm going to have that record in two years. And so um, I think he's, I don't know, he's, he's a good, good little basketball player. And I think he just needs to be faster. His feet are kind of stuck in concrete, but he can sure shoot the ball. He came in and knocked down a few uh, huge threes this past weekend, just coming off the bench. And I don't know, just overall, I think he needs to just step it all up. Shots fired. Shots fired in the uh, Lairwick household. I, I love it. Love it. Can't wait to see you guys this weekend. Before we wrap things up here, got a couple food ones. Robert just texted me and said that you are a home pizza chef. Is that true? Are, are you uh, chefing up pizzas? in your spare time when you're in, in the crib? I've made, I made some pieces before. Um, I want to know where Robert found that information out at, but yeah, pizzas are good to make. I have a good dough recipe. So Can't you're making your own dough. You're making your own dough for these pizzas. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a ranch. Like, you know how you can make your own ranch and like the ranch powder. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually like a ranch based dough. It's really good. Whoa. So what, what was the inspiration behind, you know, tapping into that Italian culture? I don't know. I don't know. What, where did the inspiration to start making your own pies come from? Well, I always kind of really liked homemade pizza. And when my girlfriend first moved out here, she, uh, she says, I know I have a really good dough recipe. <clears throat> we need to try it. And so we tried it and it was really good. I really like it. And so, I don't know, homemade pizza is kind of one of my favorites. So what are your go-to toppings? And what do you th- what's, th- what's going on in your pie? Uh, pineapple, for sure. Um, but I like sausage pizza. Um, sausage, pineapple. Uh, uh, sausage and pepperoni is good. But I don't know. I, like, I really like a Supreme pizza or Hawaiian pizza. Hawaiian pizza. I love it. I love it. Pineapple though, man, that's like, I mean, I, I, I have no words. That's just like the fact that you were adamant on pineapple has thrown me through a loop. It's I, I applaud you and that's fine. I have no problems with pineapple on pizza, but like the stamp of like, there must be pineapple is that's a stance. That's a hot take. That's a hot take yeah. right there. You you brought it this evening. Well, I'll wrap it up then with one final food question. Since we asked Central's Nathaniel Touch when he came on, since he'd been on before, what he, what is his go-to pregame meal? And he gave us an even more wild answer than pineapple must go on pizza. So what what is going to be on your plate heading into this first game on Thursday what what are you eating pregame I actually don't have a like a pregame 
kind of food. I do, uh, we have a really good health teacher. And so I try and mix in everything and get some good, like, um, whole grains. I don't know, really kind of, I just trying to eat really healthy the night before and the breakfast and lunch of, but I don't know. I don't really have a go-to no ham sandwiches though. Those make my, those make the game terrible. Gas no ham sandwich. No ham sandwich. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Pine Bluffs Hornet hopefully has plans on Saturday at 8 p.m. at the Ford Wyoming Center here where I'm at. Stu Lairwick, really appreciate the time and good luck this weekend, buddy. Thank you. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that with Pine Bluffs Stu Lairwick. We always love talking to Stu. Great kid. Great competitor as well. So really appreciate his time. Really appreciate his insights heading into the state tournament for the Hornets. Looking forward to seeing him play this weekend as well. And his teammates. Shout out to former guest on the pod, Ryan Fornstrom. Excited for that. Excited for the 2A tournament. Excited for the 1A tournament. I know Robert will be at the East Regional there for 4A and then maybe a surprise visit to Casper depending upon how things go we shall see but anything else you want to say before we wrap up the pod here Robert I know there's a lot of hoops so you might have some thoughts no not too many thoughts here we'll just have to see how everything plays out it's going to be interesting here next couple days of basketball in the capital city Definitely. Great way to put it. There is plenty of basketball. So if you want to see some hoops, find a way, get into the gym, go to Story Gym, go to South Gym, I think is where South's gym is where they're going to play the consolation rounds in that regional. And if you're really feeling it, head up, come support the Pine Bluff Hornets and Casper, see them take it, take on Shoshone on Thursday and then, you know, whoever they may play on Friday and or Saturday if all goes well for them. So really appreciate everybody who's been listening to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, rate and review in the podcast. That All of that just means the world to Robert and myself. Really appreciate, you know, Jeremiah for giving us this, this chance to talk sports and represent wild sports every week he's also probably our most loyal listener got to see him this past weekend at the state wrestling tournament we jeremiah and i were in the building for the the bite and if you don't know what i'm talking about you're better off you're better off but you can ask jeremiah or myself and we can give you our thoughts on on the quote-unquote bite Certainly something that I don't think I'm ever going to forget for a long time. So uh, I lost my train of thought thinking about the bike because it's, it's comedy, but it's also, it's also serious. So shout out to Shakewell for the music. Good luck to all the teams competing this weekend. And we will talk to you.
some time or more to sign and shout out any suggestions, babe. 